Hello, hello, and welcome to the Already Loved Podcast. I am your host, Carly G. Knipe, and I am so, so honored that you would choose to join us today. Today, I have a very, very special guest. I have talked about her endlessly on this podcast. She is nameless until today, but someone that I just look up to dearly. So everyone, please welcome my mentor, my friend, my spiritual mama, Brittany Dawes. <laughs> Thank you so much. I am so excited to be on this oh podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you would join. Um, guys, you probably have not met Brittany, but you're missing out because <laughs> Brittany is such a blessing to me. Um, I remember we met at church back in, I don't even know, probably 2016, 2017 maybe. And I remember immediately hearing a lot about you before I met you. This is actually really funny because I don't think I've ever told you this. No, you haven't. <laughs> so I remember hearing a lot about you before I knew who you were. And everyone was like, Brittany this, Brittany that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to meet this woman. Like, because you had these worship nights going on and they were blessing everybody. So I was like, I just want to be blessed too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I came to your small group, which was, we had these prayer and worship nights on Thursday nights at your house. And they radically changed me. I And not just like the night, but I just know that the Lord moved in those nights and mm. through you so beautifully. Mm. And I was like, okay, now I need to get coffee with her. So I remember like making up some like stupid excuse that I like needed advice or something. But I just, <laughs> I just really wanted to meet you and get to know you personally. So yeah, then we got coffee and... I don't know. I mean, our, I wouldn't consider like, um, this like a official like mentorship. Like that's a weird, that's a weird word. I don't really like that (laughs) word, but you have just been someone that I've always looked up to and I just want to be more like you. Mm. And I just want to like, yeah, like the way that the Lord moves through you and the way that you've given your yes to the Lord is just so, so encouraging to me. And every single time that Mm. I talk to you, I meet with Jesus too. So Mm. thank you for being amazing. (laughs) Well, that the best compliment I could ever hear is that when you're with me, you meet with Jesus. Mm. That That's everything, right? Yeah. Like, that's, he's everything. He really is. But yeah, those worship nights. Man, we had some fun. I know. What a throwback. <laughs> like, I was in high school. Oh, man. That was, yeah, so, so crazy. But now Brittany lives in Dallas, so... We do. She's quite a way away. We're Texans now. <laughs> I know. Everything's better in Texas, and it's better now because you're there, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, now obviously, I mean, we, you kept doing those worship nights in those small groups, um, and I just kept going to them, and I just always love learning from you. I mean, now Brittany is my leader, mentor, friend, and spiritual mama. We had, like, a group of girls, uh, in high school, and I just remember being, like, in that group, and we were just like, Brittany's just our our collective mother, like, she's (laughs) For real, though, you have been just such a spiritual mother to me and, yeah, helped guide me so much, so thank you so much for that. You know, I realized recently, like, when I was about five years old, everyone would be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'd always say, I just want to be a mom. I just want to be a mom. And it just dawned on me recently, like, how connected that actually was to my calling from the Lord, not just as a natural mother, which I got to be as well, Yeah. but that truly, like, my heart just lights on fire. It's like fireworks when I get to pour into the next generation um, like a mama. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's right. And she also has two kids that are also my age. So we really are. She really is my mom (laughs) in a lot of ways, but um, no, but that is so good. And I I think you do that so well. So Uh, yes, but guys, if you didn't know, um, we always do the song recommendation of the day. So Brittany, do you have any song recommendations I loved this question about the song recommendation though it was very hard for me (laughs) because I I listen to worship nonstop. but the song of the season that I'm recommending is We Make Space by Jonathan and Melissa Helser Mm, such a good one Um, their entire album is just so anointed you can just feel the presence of Jesus on that but We Make Space I just think is so pivotal for this season because they're singing about laying down all of their own agenda, their things, their plans, all of that, and just making space for the Holy Spirit to come and set up residence in their life. Not just a visitation, but a habitation is what they're after. And so I think that's the song of the season. That's the one right now that's getting me every time. (laughs) That's so, so good, man. Amen. I, I love that so much. I just now like listened to their 
I listened to that entire album, Land I'm Living In, um, all the way through, and I was, at the end, I was just like, oh, I, I can't, the Lord, <laughs> the so Lord good. just it's, wrecked me, but yeah. It's good on Spotify and iTunes and all that, but it's, like, really good on YouTube, because you can, like, watch them, you can and it's see. so beautiful oh, how the yes. Lord moves, yeah. <laughs> I love their ministry, and just the hustlers are so good, but, uh, yes, okay, I love that, so... Because I know you, but not everybody knows you very well, tell me a little bit about your walk with the Lord and what that has looked like. Okay, so we'll be quick, because this is not a five-hour podcast. (laughs) I wish. I'll just give you the Reader's Digest version. (laughs) Um, I grew up in the church. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always gone to church. I'm actually seventh-generation believer on one side of my family and eighth-generation on the other. Wow. So I've just always known God. Yeah. And he's just been faithful through generations. Mm. Um, so I grew up in the church. Um, loved Jesus for as early as I can remember. Yeah. But I didn't really allow him to love me until wow. I was in my 20s. Um, that was when my life actually hit rock bottom. Mm. And I met Jesus in a powerful way. Wow. And his love rushed into my heart. And... Nothing has been the same since then. That was about 15 years ago um, when I met him in, like, I was, like, my mid-20s. Wow. So that was really the the turning point was allowing his love to come into my heart. Mm. Um, And that's when I started to see him rightly. That would probably be what how I would describe. I had this God that fit in a box, and I knew him as almighty. I knew him. I did know him as father. I had a very loving earthly father, which made it easy for me to see God as a dad. Um, I knew his voice. I've been learning how to hear his voice since I was about 11 years old, Mm. but I only asked him for directional things. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think partially because I thought there was still some sort of separator between the holiness of God and just me as a person. Wow, the chasm. And so yeah, yeah, I literally literally felt like I didn't know I could draw as near yeah. as I now know. And so yeah, so I didn't really allow his love to permeate me until I was so desperate. Um that was actually a I had hit I had hit like I said the rock rock bottom of my life. Mm. I was uh, devastated, depressed, um, wow. and wondering if there was any reason to live. Wow. Um, and there's a whole lot that goes into that that I will write a book about one day probably. <laughs> yes. And you Which can I will be reading. Read <laughs> but, yes. But there is a lot that led to that um, attack in my life. Wow. But what happened was I cried out to God, not knowing if the God I had put in a box would respond. Wow. But thankfully, even though I had him in a box, he didn't live in one. Ooh, and yeah. he came to me. Um, I cried out, is there any chance that you love me? And I heard him speak my name. He said, Brittany, not only do I love you, but I'll never leave you. And something in me broke, just broke open. It was almost like like an alabaster jar got broken inside of me, and I was undone before the Father. And Mm. I saw Jesus. For really for who he is. And I remember saying, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know you were like this. I didn't know this was who you were. And, but I just cried and cried and cried. And his love just wave after wave, like hot oil just rushed over me on that day. And I described that as the day I became a disciple of Jesus. Um, I remember saying to him, I'll follow you anywhere. I'll go anywhere. I'll go anywhere. I'll go Mm. anywhere. Um, but I still, after that, it was kind of like a uh, rescuer syndrome. So <sighs> oh, I had yeah. love for my rescuer, but it wasn't mature love. Yeah. And so I was still in some ways trying to figure out how to pay him back. Wow. For what he had so freely given me, you know, yes. I was trying to figure out how to pay him back. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I lived like that for a while. Not <laughs> I fun. Like, I knew him now. I saw him <laughs> rightly, but I just was trying to figure out how to pay him back. Yeah. I would do that for a few years until I encountered, um, Holy Spirit in yes. kind of a radical way was this was where I would say, you know, in scripture, they're like, we didn't know there was a Holy Spirit. Like I really encountered the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, 
in a way that changed me forever. And something about that encounter began to break apart the religious thoughts in my mind that I needed to earn or repay or it's just all of that began to break apart. Um, and I began to mature in more childlike love. Yes. I know that sounds opposite, you know, but it works. But it's not <laughs> in the kingdom of God, we're to be childlike. Yes. And so it just began more of like a, I love you forever, and you love me forever, and I didn't <laughs> earn this, and I can't repay you, and I don't have to. And wow, just yeah. the joy of the love of Jesus yes. began to explode in my heart oh, um, wow. in that season, and now I get to serve him in ministry but I mm. recognize now I'm serving with him yeah I'm holding his hand and I'm following him wow. and I'm just along for the ride <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah now it's more like a fun adventure yes. than some sort of a ledger I'm trying to balance wow you know wow so yeah that's kind of like me in a nutshell <laughs> like the last like uh the last few years I would mm. say um seven years or so has been a wild adventure with the Holy Spirit, learning to surrender to him, learning that surrender is so joyful Yes, because he is so trustworthy. Mm. Um, So learning to surrender, learning to now hear, he wants to just talk to me every day, not about, not just about like directional things or what to do, but he doesn't just want to like direct or correct me. And this is how he's kind of said wow. it to me. I don't want to just direct or correct you. I want to connect with you. Wow. And so that connection so of intimacy through his voice and through continual communion with him yeah. um, has marked me. And that happened, that really started flowing mm. fluidly about seven years ago or so. So yeah, wow. that's where we're at today oh. now. That's so, so good. I love that so much. I don't know if I've actually ever heard, like, your testimony in a whole. So, I mean, I know that's not all of it, but that is really good. Um, But, yeah, I love that, though, the feeling like you have to balance a ledger, feeling like you have to earn it. And some Christians never leave that. Mm -hmm. And that, like, breaks my heart. I know I've been there, and I sometimes still go back there. You know, like, I still go back, and I put myself in that jail and Mm -hmm. think, like, oh, my gosh, there's nothing I can do to... um, I can never pay him back, so I just have to, like, well, if I just read my Bible at 8 a.m. every day, you know, like, all the things, like, all the religion, but that's so beautiful that the Lord has taken you through that, and I love that. He isn't here to just direct or correct, but he wants to connect with us, because that is truly the heart of God, and it shows you that it's not just, like, some faceless, nameless deity that you're worshiping. It's a person, (laughs) and he loves you. Oh, that's so good, but... He is a real man. He is a real man, Jesus, who longs to connect and speak to us, and it really, like, this last season I was, I, that I've been in, I just keep say, kept saying to him, like, oh, my word, I can't do this without you. Wow. I cannot do this without you and because of what he's called us to. And he said to me last week, he said, the fact that you need me is what makes this so beautiful. Wow. And I thought, like, you know, we try to earn. We think we have to earn. We think we have to figure yeah. something out. And truly the beauty of it all mm. is meeting him. Ugh. He doesn't want us to, like, graduate past that yeah he wants us to stay dependent upon him because he's faithful to care for us and so he's like it's beautiful that you need me I love that you need Mm. me don't ever stop thinking that you need me yeah and I'm like oh he's so good he is so good oh man I love that thought so much wow man I could talk about Just going off of all of that all day, but we have some questions. We have some thoughts. So this episode is going to be about hearing the voice of God. I mean, it already is about hearing the voice of God. (laughs) And I think a lot of people don't think that he speaks on a daily basis to us and that he wants to speak to us every day. Um, And I think the human language is so limited because the voice of God just sounds like, okay, well, it has to be an audible voice. And if it's not an audible voice, (laughs) it's not the voice of God, but it's, that's not how it works. Um, it requires trust and faith on our end. Um, and I remember, this is so funny. I feel like the Lord is just bringing me, reminding me this. Um, I remember asking you a long, long time ago, we were like, it was before worship night. And I was like, how do you hear the audible voice of God? (laughs) That's what I asked you. And you said, well, 
the audible voice of God, he does show up in that way still. Mm-hmm. And like, that is something that he does. Mm-hmm. But are you asking because you think you've heard it and you like, you want to make sure or because you don't trust the voice that you're already hearing? And I was like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, she got me. Like, I don't trust the voice that I'm already hearing. Um, <laughs> I think, I mean, I was like 16 at the time, so it was just funny, but yeah, I just, I realized like, wow, I do think that I am hearing something, mm-hmm. but I don't know if, I don't know if I trust or believe that it's him mm-hmm. or if I like trust mm-hmm. myself or trust him. So mm-hmm. I don't even remember if there was a time that I ever gave my life to Christ or like, like walked an aisle, like whatever. But I, I know that there was a period of my life where I was just really, really like on fire for the Lord. I mean, I still am, but that was like the, the beginning season of like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm really serious about this mm-hmm. and taking this seriously and being for real about it. Um, and it was during that season that I learned how to hear the voice of God. And that is thanks to the Lord through you because I, and just all the revelations that you received about hearing the voice Mm -hmm. of God that you shared with us, like, thank you for that because I, yeah, I learned so much about how he speaks every day and it's not just Mm -hmm. audible, but it's Mm -hmm. also in our hearts and, um, in our minds. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I learned some things and then I wanted to share on this podcast and then we'll break into questions about it. So some thoughts about hearing the voice of God. I learned that he is constantly speaking. Not only has he already spoken in his word and that word, his Bible or the Bible, (laughs) his Bible, not ours, (laughs) um, is still speaking today, Mm -hmm. even though it was written thousands of years ago because the Holy Spirit, it's living and active. And yeah, we're able to access that in a verse that I've read a million times could mean something completely new to me because of the Holy Spirit. Like (laughs) that's so amazing. What other book does that? I don't know any other other book. book. (laughs) Um, yeah. And so through the word, we're always able to hear from him and we're always able to use that as a guideline. Mm. And then for, for other things that we might hear, like I learned also, like if I, if I'm like, okay, like Lord, like, should I make this decision or this decision? I can always, always trace it back to the word somehow or another where there's wisdom. And the other way that I've learned that the Lord speaks to us is in the personal way, which is not always an audible voice, but sometimes it's just an inner knowing or a feeling. Mm -hmm. And I think I had to learn how to trust that. Like Mm -hmm. when I know that a thought isn't my own, Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not that smart. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that in my thoughts of chaos and then like all of a sudden there's a thought of peace and I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's definitely the Lord because I wasn't in a place of peace a second ago, (laughs) you know? So there's always ways that we can kind of decipher between the two. Um, and something else that I learned was that he's constantly speaking to us. So we just need to tune our spiritual ears to listen mm-hmm. to him all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like so many times people are like, oh my gosh, like I'm just in a desert season or I'm just in a season of like where I'm not really hearing the Lord or he's not speaking to me or I don't know. And and even though that obviously desert seasons are seasons where we're like kind of feeling like a spiritual rut happen, mm-hmm. but it's not him. Mm-hmm. It's not because Jesus isn't near but it's because I stopped listening or it's because I'm not no longer um, flowing in, in that communion with the Lord. So mm-hmm. that's what I kind of learned is that mm-hmm. we just need to t- tune our spiritual ears to listen. And that might mean tuning out the world. Okay, like if I can't hear him, it's because there's a bunch of noise. Like what is the noise in my life, Lord? Can you please remove it? Like mm-hmm. teach me how to just hunker down and be with you because he doesn't yell. Like he's not like yelling at us. Like he, he whispers because he's coming close to us. And mm-hmm. so... I feel like there's seasons that I've had to learn, like, okay, I quote unquote can't hear the Lord right now. And I know that it's not him. It's me. So just learning how to tune out the world and tune into Jesus. And I remember saying last night, we were all hanging out and I was just like, I don't know how I did this whole like Christian life before I heard the voice of God. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, you just reminded me, we've always heard the voice of God, but we just didn't know that it was, Mm -hmm. that it was him at the time. Um, but yeah, so I, those are some things that you have taught me, that the Lord has taught me, that I just feel like there's, I mean, the Lord has taught me through you. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, about just hearing his voice. So good. I, I want to, I feel like I'm supposed to say like up front, which we could have even started the whole podcast with this, like I don't claim to be any kind of expert mm. or theologian on yeah. this. I What I hope to do is to share what I have learned through the Word of God, through my time with God, through yes. my history with Him, how I have learned to hear, how I've learned to overcome some obstacles, and just hope it helps somebody. Yeah. So I just feel like I wanted to say, like, 
I'm not claiming to have figured all of this out mm. for like who can understand the Lord truly. Wow. But what I have known of him through history um, and has been confirmed through the word of God, I really mm. do think will help some people today. Yes. So I'm just going to share some experience, some history, yeah. and hope that it helps. But I love that. When you said, like, I, we've always known the voice of God. So scripture says um, that I am the shepherd and the sheep will know my voice. They will follow yeah. it. That is, the, that is the word of God. So if you say that you are a follower of Jesus, but you don't know the voice of God, it's not true. You couldn't even give your heart to him yeah. without hearing him call you. You just weren't familiar with his voice. Yeah. So like anyone listening to this podcast that didn't know me before this wouldn't know that's Brittany's voice. Mm. If they listen to this podcast 10 times and then they hear me in a store or something, they'd be like, wait, that sounds like Brittany. Yeah. If they listen to this a hundred times, they could hear me from the other side of the store and be like, hey, I think Brittany's here. Wow. Because they grew familiar with recognizing that mm. voice that I'm hearing belongs to Brittany. The same is true with God. That's so good. So he called my name. I gave my life to him. Through history and years of listening to his voice, I'm now more familiar with his voice than someone who just met him yesterday. Wow. Doesn't mean that their connection is less than mine. I'm just more familiar that that's God. Yeah. And the more I respond to his voice, the more confidently I trust the next time he speaks. Yes. Where I'm like, that was God then and that is God now. Wow. And I'm going to respond. And mm. so that there's a growth of familiarity with his voice. Yeah. That if you're just learning how to hear, my encouragement is just like press in. Wow. Because you will grow more and more and more familiar with what his voice sounds like, feels like, looks yeah. like. And as you respond, it'll become more and more obvious, like, oh, that really was God. Yeah. You know, we joke all the time, like, I do hear from God, you know. <laughs> I do hear from the Lord. <laughs> oh, my word, that was actually him. Wow. But That's it's true. So good. It's through history and experience and time, yes. and that cannot be shortcutted. Yeah. Like, it just, like, you... It's just time. So just take the time to listen. Um, I really encourage people while you're learning to listen to write down what you're hearing. Yeah. Like if he speaks something, write it down. Mm. Go to scripture and try to confirm through scripture, like what did I just hear? Like, yeah. And it's not necessarily that everything he says is in the Bible, right? Like I, if I open the Bible, no matter how hard I look, <laughs> it doesn't say go to South America, Brittany. <laughs> But Those God exact said words. to me, go to South America, yeah. Brittany. Well, how do I confirm that through the word of God? Yeah. Well, I look and I see in the Great Commission, he said, go into all the earth and preach the gospel. Yeah. So it didn't contradict that. He did tell all believers to go into all the earth. This doesn't mm. contradict the word of God. I think this might be him. So that's kind of just like a yes. tool for testing. Like yeah. write it down, pray it through, go to the word of God. You know, there's confirmations that will happen. Yes. But to write it down, to go to the word, to pray through what you're hearing, we call that stewarding the word of God. Mm. So if he's speaking something to me, how do I respond? Yeah. We respond through stewardship and then we respond through obedience. Wow. So sometimes, not always, sometimes his <laughs> voice tells you to do something. Most often, his voice is coming in love. Yes. And he just wants to love you. Wow. And when we think about desert seasons, this always strikes me, Carly. <laughs> when people feel like they're in a desert season, what truly has happened is there's something inside of them that is struggling to see the Lord rightly wow. or see themselves rightly. And what has happened is it's become really hard to let him love them. Wow. And so we're struggling hearing because we want to hear commands. We want to hear that kind of stuff. We truly do. People are like, do you not talk, listen to God because you don't want to like hear him tell you what to do? <laughs> no, most often it's much harder just to hear him love me. Wow. Because that's vulnerable. And that will actually change you. And mm. so they're like, no, just give me the instruction. Give me the list and I'll like grab it and run. Wow. Instead of just sitting here in your presence and let you love me. Wow. And so a lot of times we struggle hearing 
So if you're struggling hearing and you're like, I just feel like I can't hear, just, you know, take an afternoon, sit with God and just say like, I think it's hard to let you love me. Wow. So I'm just going to read the word of God about how you love me. And then I'm going to sit here and I'm not going to move until I hear you love me. Wow. And you know, like scripture says, God, not that God loves, God is love. Wow. So the very essence of who he is already tells me that is what he wants to do. So not just, not just what he does, but who he is. Wow. He's going to come in love and he's going to love me. And so at a lot of times we struggle hearing because we don't want to hear that. Yeah. And so there's like this break, but the most important part of hearing God is connection and communion to God. Mm. Now people would say like, no, like we have a lot of stuff to do. Life's short and we need to hear what he has to say and we need to do it. That's okay. But in scripture, people came and said, did we not do all these things? And he said, I never knew you. Wow. There's no scripture that says, did we not sit at your feet for hours? Wow. Oh, go away. I didn't know you. No. It was people who were active, doing, 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 but never let him know them. Wow. Never stopped to know him. And so this should be sobering that our time with God, our time listening, our time being with him truly is more about connection than anything else. Yeah. This is about sonship. When I hear God, I know God. This is like so important Mm. that we not make hearing God about giving a word to somebody Mm. or about just getting a word of action to go do something. But truly, it's like relationship. If you and I sat here for years, (laughs) we could have sat right next to each other. For as long as we have known each other, we could have been sitting by each other but never speaking. Wow. And we would not have the connection that we have because our connection was based on hearing and speaking wow. and hearing. and proximity. Yeah. We're like close and we're talking and we're listening and we're like, it's an exchange. Mm. Prayer is an, is an exchange of intimate thoughts and feelings. Yes. So I give mine. That's great. Great step. But I want to hear his. Wow. And that is what creates connection with God, which is the most, I think, it's the most fruitful part of hearing God. Wow. So I just encourage people, if that's, if you feel stuck, you feel like you can't hear, the obstacle is not that my ears need to be wide or open, but that Mm. my heart needs to be more open. Wow. To receive his love fully. Wow. So through the Holy Spirit, I just feel right now, I want to say, like, if that's you, I just pray in Jesus' name that you would lay down every lie the enemy has told you about you being unlovable or hard to love. I just declare in Jesus' name that you are easy for the Father to love. Wow. It is easy for him to love you. He wants to love you. He longs to hold you. He longs to speak loving words over you. So I just declare that those lies fall to the ground right now at the name of Jesus so that the love of God can flood your heart right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow. Man, I'm receiving right now. <laughs> like, this is so good. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. That is such a good word, though. I I love that. It's our hearts need to be open and our hearts need to be receptive. And I think the times that I find myself unable to hear is the times that my heart is hardened towards mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that it is a tender heart and a genuine one, mm-hmm. one that genuinely seeks him that he will respond to. Mm-hmm. He can't help but respond to. Mm-hmm. It's just in his character. So, mm-hmm. man, that is so good. You know, the other thing that trips us up is we, like, go to God and we're, like, we have this one answer we're seeking. Right? You ever get yeah. there where you're just, like, if I could just get an answer about whether or not I'm <laughs> supposed to move to Texas, you know? Like, that would be great. one thing. Yeah, this one thing. And so we go to God day by day by day, and we are seeking this answer. answer. And we're, like, I don't know, bro. He's just not talking. He's just not talking. 
And truly what's happened is we have gone to God, the almighty, Mm. beautiful King of Kings, and we have said, thank you for welcoming me into your throne room and into your heart. We're going to talk about what I want to talk about today. Wow. That's basically what we've said. Wow. I want this answer. And so I used to do this over and over and over, and I'm just like, I don't know, he's just not talking right now in this season. And I learned, like, it's because I wasn't allowing him to speak on what I was actually ready to hear. Wow. I wanted an answer to something. And so so he's taught me, this is kind of great if you're like, you like, I have been seeking answers, and I am struggling to hear. Mm. Write down what you want to hear from God. Go into your time with him. And kind of like a business meeting, I want you just to slide it across the table <laughs> and be like, this is in your court now. <laughs> like... So, wow. but literally I will write it down, I'll set it on the floor and I'll go, what do you want to speak about today, God? Wow. And it's funny cause I'm like, I want to know, like, am I supposed to move? And he, all he wants to talk about is his faithfulness, wow. his goodness. Do you remember how trustworthy I was then? And he's talking about all this history we have. And I'm like, this wow. is all great and all, <laughs> but am I supposed to move? Like, and he's like, don't ask me about the move. Wow. And so we spend weeks, weeks of just reminiscing of the goodness of God, how much he loves me. We'll come to find out, he said, when the day, the day he told me, move, he also told me, if he hadn't reminded me of all these things, mm. I wouldn't have been willing to move or I wow. would have done it afraid. But because of what he built in my time with him those last few weeks, mm. I was ready willing and excited to say yes Yes. because he had built a foundation and so I'm I'm just learning more and more in my life like let him talk about what he wants to talk about because he's doing something it's unto something he's building something in you before he speaks to the thing that you think you're so ready to hear (laughs) (laughs) you think we're so ready I'm ready, God, send me to the nation. Send me. And he's just like, oh, honey, you need to just be willing to go to Texas. Do you know what I mean? Wow, like, And yes. so he's building this beautiful foundation in every conversation, this beautiful wow. connection in every conversation so that when he speaks to the thing I've been asking him about, my heart's actually ready to receive a yes or a no. Wow, yeah. But sometimes we're just, we're not really ready to receive a yes or a no. We want an answer, but we actually want a specific answer. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's preparing our hearts. It's like he's working on the garden of our heart. Mm. And like if we don't allow that, our heart, the soil is not ready to receive the seed he's about to plant. Wow. So he's going to prepare our hearts like a garden. And so, yeah, so my my listening time like opened up and I was like, he's talking all the time Wow. because yeah. I was letting him talk about what he wanted to talk about. Wow. Now, That's granted, so he good. still wants to know what's on our heart. <laughs> like even he knows my whole life and he still wants to hear what I think about last week. Like, wow. I don't understand. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> but he does. And so he wants to hear your heart. This isn't mm. me saying go in and just shut up and listen. <laughs> I'm saying like go in and let God be God. Yes. Just let him be full. He says, come as you are. And we think it's so beautiful, but we don't let him come as he is. Wow. And so when I sit and I just go like, just come as you are. I just like, I want to know you. I don't want to know the fake you. I don't want to know Instagram Jesus. I want to know Jesus. Like I want to know Jesus. And so that requires me letting him come as he is, talk about what's on his heart. Like, spoiler, mm. then you get to know what's on the heart of God. <gasps> like, it's so beautiful. Wow. You're like, yeah. that's what you're thinking about today? Like, wow. Wow. Like, and so let him talk about what he wants to talk about. Let him talk about the things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. Where you're just like, ooh, that was really tender. Yeah. And I'm not used to receiving affection like that. Some wow. people listening right now, it's like, they're not used to receiving encouragement and love and yeah. it's going to be uncomfortable. Sometimes he comes in with correction. But I will tell you, the voice of God, <laughs> you you can attest to this too, I'm sure. <laughs> His correction feels like a giant hug and a warm cookie. Yes. And you're just like, 
You don't even know you're being corrected. I think I was just corrected, but wow. <laughs> I think I'm being refined right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just because it wow. always comes with a way out. Wow. So if you hear a voice that is pointing out but not giving you a way out, that is not the voice of God. That's condemnation. Yeah. But when he reveals, he never points at our sin. Mm. He reveals what is happening inside our hearts. Sometimes it's not like knowing sin. Sometimes it's like it's like a motive within a motive we didn't know wow. about. Yes. So when he reveals that, he'll reveal it and then he'll show you the way back to him. Wow. So his voice always comes with a way out of what you're stuck in. Yes. It's never just look at you, that's where you're at. Man, that like, stinks, you know? You'll always be there. Yeah. Yep, yep. And so that's a way to identify, like, am I being corrected or is this a voice of condemnation? Yes. Um, Jesus always, he is the way. And yeah. so he will always show you the way back to him. Yes. And afterwards you're just like, I feel amazing. Yeah. Oh, um, man. But that's you were so disciplined good. and corrected and washed and yes yeah so I don't don't feel like I'm supposed to share that too so maybe that'll help someone yes that is so so good I love that and I love that you say that your time with the Lord is listening time I remember being in Dallas with you and you were saying like I don't know why people call it quiet time well well we do because on the outside it does seem very quiet Mm -hmm. like Mm looks from the outside looking Mm -hmm. in that -hmm. person's just sitting there you know what I mean (laughs) they're being pretty quiet but I love that you say it's listening time because Mm -hmm. it's time that you are listening to him and 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 you for you it's not at all quiet like he is speaking (laughs) and yeah that he's moving and something that I something I kind of want to encourage whoever's listening with is whenever I am in my quiet time I I call it quiet time (laughs) it's so hard to break that it's so hard when you grow up in Christian circles too it's like oh the struggle is real but yeah (laughs) when I'm in my time with the Lord there you go um yes I always this is something that I actually just recently picked up from being in our group of our worship group and I will always ask him what are you doing in the room right now Mm -hmm. what do you want to do in the room right now Mm -hmm. like so that way we're creating this space for him and also it it, it's not like an open-ended question like we're like hey instead of just kind of sitting here being like all right like in your head you're like oh like hopefully he's gonna move soon or something's gonna happen (laughs) that's real yeah for real and then you find yourself staring at a wall you know what I mean it's like when you're asking him and then he invites you to participate in that and he invites uh-huh. you to partner with him like okay like let's do this in the room together like let's work on your healing let's talk about what's mm-hmm. on your heart or let's talk mm-hmm. about that thing that you're thinking about or whatever it is I don't know what that looks like for anyone but mm-hmm. it's usually what it looks like for me but yeah I feel like that has just completely transformed my time with the Lord because it's become an activity and much more relational than it was um just me sitting there and and waiting for something to happen, you know? Yeah, Yeah, the listening time, like, he told me, like, he's, like, set the precedence. Wow. When we call it quiet time, we're almost setting the precedence that, like, nothing's going to happen. Mm. But, like, I think it's Eric Gilmore that says that um, when something is quiet, it's an absence of noise on the outside. Wow. But when there's stillness, there's an absence of noise on the inside. Mm, that's and good. so we're going for stillness, but we're actually expecting God to speak. Yes. So the Lord was like, call it your listening time. Set the precedence. You're going to go. You're going to learn to be still. Mm. And you're going to listen. And I'm going to speak. Wow. And it's, it was that was game changer for me because I was like, wow, he actually wants to talk to me all the time yes like not just a every once in a while if there's something really big to say like wow he actually wants to talk to me every time I choose to be with him but he speaks in so many different ways and this is where most people I think get tripped up yeah because they're like waiting for writing on the wall. You know, they're like, wouldn't that be great? A big like, booming voice from above. Yes. And you're like, yeah. here's the deal. That would be great. That would really simplify things. You know, like. Listen, I would not overthink as much <laughs> yeah. if that was the case. Yeah. And God can and still does that. I've, I've, I've heard stories of some crazy stuff, y'all. So there could be writing on the wall. There could be an audible voice. Mm. All of that could happen. But that actually requires very little faith. 
Yeah. And scripture says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm. So the fact that he doesn't do it that way is just because he's setting us up for a life of pleasing him. Wow. Like requiring faith is actually like he's, it's the big setup, you know, in such a good way. But he speaks in a lot of different ways. So why not an audible voice all the time? Well, it's simple because he's inside of us. Wow. And, like, if you think, like, I'm sitting pretty close to you. If I started shouting, you'd be like, bro. <laughs> what? Read the room. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> why is this happening? Wow. Like, yeah. imagine the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Wow. So he's in me. Why does he need to shout? Yeah. He does not need to shout. That's he's so a good. whisper, not just for us to lean in closer. Although I, I really think that's part of it. Mm. But he's a whisper because he's inside of me. Yes. And so the way that I describe it, people are like, how do you even describe hearing his voice like that? I describe it like a spontaneous thought that runs through my mind, but I know it's not me. Yeah. So the first few times that happened, I was like, did I just think that? I don't think I'm that good. Five minutes ago, I wasn't (laughs) thinking about that. Wow. And now all of a sudden I'm thinking about that. And I, I actually don't speak that kindly to myself. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some people are like, that was probably just me. And I'm like, do you wake up every day and tell yourself I love you, Brittany? Like, <laughs> no. If so, we need to talk about something else. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But like, we don't really like speak like that to ourselves yeah. regularly. And That's so anyway, so it's this thought that runs across your mind that you just know it's not you. Yeah. And those thoughts can be tested, right? Because we're spirit and flesh, and scripture says those are at war and forever. But but so there's there's things that need to be tested. Those spontaneous thoughts that run across our mind yes. need to be tested. And as we're learning to listen, we need to have grace with ourselves. Yes. This is what I believe the Lord said. This is what I think I'm hearing. Mm. My prayer is that no matter how long I hear his voice. I still have grace and understanding that I'm a human. Yeah. And some of it might be wrong. Now, I just, you know, I want to test it. I want to, you know, all of that. But, like, I'm not going to be right all the time, and that's okay. Mm. Like, still give yourself to a life of learning to listen. That's good. You know? Yeah. Stay a student of the Lord forever. Don't ever think you've arrived. But give your life to a life of learning to listen. Yes. So I'm learning to listen, right? The spontaneous thought comes, like, I think this is the Lord. And we can go further into that hearing for other people, mm. um, which is a beautiful gift. Once yeah. we learn to receive and hear for ourselves, we can actually hear words for other people as well yeah. to encourage and build them up. But right now we're just talking about hearing for ourselves. So I'm going to yeah. stay on that. So there's spontaneous thoughts. Um, like you described earlier, there can just be a knowing. Yeah. Like you're just like, I just knew in that moment exactly what God was saying to me or telling me to do. Yeah. There can be feelings. You get a sensation. You, you know, there's, there's literal physical feelings yeah. that we feel that are ways that God directs and leads us. Yeah. Um, he speaks through the word of God. He speaks through dreams, Mm. visions. He still speaks through prophecy. There are so many different ways that he speaks. And a lot of times people are like, well, I just just don't hear God speak to me like that. (sighs) And I'm like, like that's the operative word there. Wow. Because you are hearing him speak, just not like that yet. Yeah. Now, I believe, I'm a firm believer, that everyone can hear in every way. Wow. I don't think that... Someone dies only hearing from God one way. Wow, yeah. Because we serve a creative God, and I believe He loves to allow us to experience all these different parts of Him Yeah. if we're willing. That's so, so someone good. might say, like, I don't have visions. I don't see pictures <laughs> in my head. And I'm like, yet. Mm. Will you let Him? Wow. Will you let Him give you a vision? That's so good. You know? And so there's just there's ways to grow in yeah. hearing in all the different ways. Um, but the important part is that he is speaking yes. and he's speaking in a lot of different ways. Yes. And if we're aware of that, we'll find the way he's speaking to us right now. Mm, that's good. So paying attention to that, leaning in and like some people, they're just like shocked. They're like, I've been having dreams and visions for years, but I didn't think God was speaking to me. Wow. And yeah. you're like, 
Wow. Because they just didn't know that there was another way that he could. They had no idea. So I encourage people like, like lean into that. Are any of those ways, ways that God is speaking to you? Yes. And please don't limit how God can speak to you. Yeah. I love that. You know, I've met a lot of people that are like, he speaks through the Bible. And I'm like, he does. Isn't it beautiful? Like, when's the last time you had, like, a full-on conversation with him? Mm. And they're like, oh, he speaks when I read the Bible. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) But he's not in a box. Yeah. So let him do what he wants to do and expand your listening. Yeah. So that you can hear him anywhere. What if you're in a season where you don't have a Bible? Yeah. Do you think he'll stop speaking? Wow. No. So so let him out of the box, let him continue to speak in different Mm. ways, and I think you'll come into a pretty fun new adventure. Yes. Oh, I love that so, so much. I have a couple thoughts from two specifically. I remember, um, I remember being through a similar thing where I was limiting how I heard the Lord, and there was a season of my life, and I mean, you were there for this season, so, (laughs) but I remember every single time that I would be in the presence of God. I would either cry, I would either fall to the ground, (laughs) or I would just, like, have this, like, really, like, like, tumultuous feeling in my stomach, like, oh my gosh, he's here, he's here, like, I, like, like, physical feeling, um, and then all of a sudden, one day I looked around and I was like, wait, I'm not crying anymore when I enter the presence Mm. of God, Mm. when people pray for me, I don't fall over anymore, like, this is Mm. weird, like, am I not, Mm. am I not like hearing from him anymore? Like, am I not experiencing him in my daily life anymore? And then I just realized, oh, I was relying on that Mm. as a marker to say, Mm. oh, he's here right now. Mm. Wow. But the Lord was taking me and I love how it was so gracious. Like he was never like, he never like ripped me out of that season. Like it was just a natural progression Mm -hmm. where all of a sudden I noticed when people prayed over me, I stopped crying. (laughs) I wasn't falling over anymore. All the things that there was like at the time, I, I just remember it being very intense. And then all of a sudden it wasn't very intense anymore. Mm-hmm. And the Lord was bringing me to a deeper love. And wow. I think it was so beautiful. And I love that he did that so graciously and so like naturally mm-hmm. where all of a sudden I just looked around and I was like, wow, Lord, like, why don't I experience you this in, in this way anymore? Like mm-hmm. other people are still experiencing you this way. Like, mm-hmm. is something wrong with me? Wow. And he was like, no, I just want to take you to a place of deeper trust with me where you don't have to rely on those signs as like wow. a, a way of saying like, okay, well now I'm here. Like now the Lord is wow. here. Because he's here wow. no matter what, no wow. matter what we're feeling. So it's really just about letting him do what he wants. Yeah. You know, like we sing songs like coming like a fire. You know, we sing yeah. like we don't like, care have your what way. it looks like. <laughs> but like we kind of yeah. do. We kind of have a preference. <laughs> and we like it to be this way. You know, we don't want to sing that. We don't want to worship that wow. way. Wow, yeah. And so instead we're just like, we're singing songs that we're not really like living. Yeah. And I remember like just being really convicted by that with the Lord because, mm. yeah, he can come in and he can basically like his the weight of his presence can be heavy yeah it can be hot it can feel like a wind yeah. it can feel light you can see colors you can, you can see colors yeah. it could be or or it could just be so subtle that if I'm not searching wow I'm not seeking I'll miss him wow and I just remember being like I don't ever want to miss you if you're in the room Wow, yeah. You know, I don't want to miss you. You know, you ever been to a party and someone walks up to you halfway through and they're like, I didn't even see you here. And you're like, oh, that kind of hurts. I've been here for two hours. You you're know? like, thanks. Tell me I'm invisible next wow. time. Wow. <laughs> like, you know, but like truly how much has, has Jesus been yeah. like the overlooked guest at our gatherings wow. and even our church oh. services. Oh, man. And we don't care that we missed the king of glory in the room. Wow. And I just felt really convicted by that. And I was like, I want to not miss you when you're in the room. I want to have eyes to seek you and search you out. I, you know, there's, I I keep thinking back this weekend, it keeps coming up to, um, that there are people who literally missed that Jesus arrived. Wow. Wow. Because they thought he would come as a king, but he came as a baby. Wow. And just because he came in a way they weren't expecting, they missed it. And Mm. I don't want to miss him in the room. Wow. And so I I feel like the biggest part of that for me in my life has been opening up my understanding that 
you know, I don't, I'm not in a box anymore, mm. but sometimes I keep trying to put him in one. Wow. And we have preferences. I prefer that he show up in this way. Sometimes when I'm out ministering in, in Ecuador and it's hot, I'm like, please come like a wind. Like, please, God. Literally. If you could just come like a wind today, a that very would be nice wonderful. breeze. Yeah. You know, or the more serious side of it, like, mm. I need you to throw me to the floor today, God. Like, I need to know that I know you're here. But, yeah. but instead, he comes in this whisper and it mm. reveals that I still have faith. Wow. You know, there's still faith to believe and lean into the fact that that's you. Yeah. And and so, yeah, so this life, this journey he has us on where it's like one season he comes one way, the next season the next, then he goes back to the other way. And yeah. we're like, what? <laughs> the real question is like, will we let him? Will we let him be whoever do we, can we really get to a place where we don't care what it looks like? We're wow. just so in love. Can we really live that life with him mm. where, where we're in love and we don't care what you came dressed like. We don't mm. care how you speak. We don't care. We just care that you do. Wow. Just come. We want you in the room and we don't want to miss you when you're there. Yeah. We want you in the room and we don't want to miss you if you're there. And mm. so the scriptures literally say where two or more gather, Jesus is there. Yeah. So right now, sitting on the floor... <laughs> <laughs> in in this bedroom like he's here yes. with us I wow. don't want to miss him mm. in the room and so it's a life and history of learning that he moves in so many different ways yes that you know there's I've been in church services where people were dancing and jumping and running around the room because the Holy Spirit was there and Jesus started moving and that's what happened. Mm. I've been in places where it was completely silent wow. for like 30 minutes because Jesus walked in the room. Wow. And it was like, will we enjoy, appreciate, and notice both? Yeah. Or are we looking for only one thing, you know? Wow. And it's the same with his presence as it is with his voice. Will I let him move season by season, speaking not just how, but about what yeah. he wants to speak about? Wow. You know? I had this vision recently, and I feel like I'm supposed to share. Maybe this Go is what we it. end on. <laughs> but I had this vision about prayer and about intimacy with Jesus. Hmm. And in the vision, Jesus was kneeling, like almost laying on the floor in bowed down prayer. Now, mm. scripture calls him our intercessor, says yeah. he is interceding for believers. Jesus is praying for us. Like, let's just pause and think about that for a second. Like, Jesus, if you think right now, I just wish I had leaders or people in my life praying for me, just be released in this truth that Jesus is praying for you right now. Wow. Like, he's praying with you and for you. So, whew, so in this vision, he's on the floor, and he's weeping, and he's praying, and the church, the church, is moving all around him, busy in the work of God. Wow. But none of them notice him in the middle of the room, and none of them pray with him. Oh, wow. And then all of a sudden, one person hears him say something, and they stop, and they look at him, and they lean in, and literally his heart, like, pulls their heart down to the ground with him. Wow. And they lay on the floor, and they begin to pray with him. And as they do this, one by one, the rest of the church notices. Some of them stop. And some of them just keep working. We know this story wow. very well in Luke 10, Martha wow. and Mary. Yes. We know this story well. But the rest of the church continued to move. Mm. But those who, who stilled themselves enough to notice him in the room, yeah. they, they laid on the ground with Jesus. And what they were able to do was hear what he was praying. Wow. And they began to partner with him. They're like, if that's your heart, then that's my heart. Wow. If that's your truth, then that's my truth. If that's your words, then that's my words. And they just partnered with Jesus in deep prayer, like not just mm. in words, but their hearts yeah. partnered with him. And I saw this just beautiful thing. I was like, this is prayer. Wow. This is prayer. It is intimacy with Jesus 
where I hear his heart and I join him in crying out for what he's crying out for. And it just, it was a beautiful picture of intimacy. Wow. And I share that because I think that Jesus, a lot of people, we try to schedule our quote-unquote quiet time or our <laughs> listening time. Yeah. We try to schedule these things and do things a certain way. And I just see this season before us right now, Carly, where Jesus is gently, he's not like going to grab your arm and pull you to the ground. Mm. He's not going to be like, come pray with me. Wow. But you will feel a pull on your heart. Wow. And I, I just, I really believe this is the season for this. In Psalms 27, he says, this, this scripture has like marked me. My heart has heard you say, come away with me. And my heart responds, yes, Lord, I'm coming. And I just think this is a season we're coming into where it's, it's your heart hears it, Mm. not your ears, not your mind, not your knowledge, but your heart feels a pull. Here's the Lord saying, come away with me, come and be with me, come and listen. And like, I see, I see people responding to this call in this season very specifically, I see Gen Z responding wow. to a pull on their heart from the Father that says, come and be with me. Yes. And I see them responding by getting away with Jesus and saying, I don't care what you sound like. It's not about what you're saying. It's not about what I want to hear. I just want to be with you, Jesus. Wow. I just want to know you, Jesus. And I just see the Lord responding in such a way where his heart is poured through a generation, where he is speaking to and through a generation unto the redemption of the earth. And so I just encourage every single listener, when you feel the pull, the gentle pull on your heart, no matter what you're doing, if you're at work, at school, doing the dishes, like (laughs) running errands, when you feel, if you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, if you are uh, busy, I just like really encourage you, you feel the pull on your heart Mm. from the Lord that says, come away with me. I just encourage you, stop whatever you're doing and go be with him. If you're at work, Just close your eyes. Stop for a minute. I don't care. Go take a 15-minute break. Sit and just say, yes, Lord, here I am. And I believe a life of this is unto intimacy with Jesus, unto the redemption of his people. Wow. And this is a life of listening. Wow. It's not just times of listening, seasons of listening. Mm. This is unto a life of listening that will bear intimacy with Jesus in your life when you feel the pull, just run to him. Any time of day, just run. Here I am, Lord. I'm listening. And then just wait (laughs) and see as the Father responds in love. Wow. Man, amen. I love that so much. And I'm encouraged too. I keep thinking about um, the verse that's like, when we draw near to him, he draw, He draws near to us. Ugh. And that's a promise. That's, that's not just promise. like a little like suggestion in the Bible. Like it's like, no, no matter what, if we draw near to him, he mm. will show up yes. and he will come and touch your heart. And so, man, I love that so much. And it reminded me what you were saying. Um, those lyrics that say like, break my heart for what breaks yours. But mm. a life of listening is also saying, light my heart on fire for what lights your heart on fire, Lord. Wow. Like what you're doing in the world, what you're doing in my life, let me have that same passion for it. And that's what surrendering our will looks like too. Wow. And saying like, hey, these are my goals, but like let them mean nothing in comparison to what you have for me and what you have for the world. Like I just want to be with you and what you're doing in the world and what you're doing in my life. So yes. yeah, that is, ugh. oh, the Lord. <laughs> this has been so much fun. Next oh, time man. we'll talk about what it is to like hear for other, for other people. people. Oh, yes. That's like really fun. Yes. Like when you hear for yourself, then he can bring you into a life of 
hearing what he's saying yeah. over others. Yes. And you get to partner with him. Yes. And sharing his love and it's so much fun. Oh, it's so good. But I and I really think a lot of people they'll they'll even hear the title of this and be like, Oh, hearing God, this will be about prophecy or this will be about, you know Yeah. And I just think it's important that the first step Yes is hearing for ourselves. Wow. Because if we can't hear him love us, how can we hear him love others? Wow. And so I just think this is important, most yes. important first step. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. <laughs> oh, this is so fun. Uh, I definitely need, I mean, you're definitely coming back. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're definitely coming back. Whether or not you want to, you're definitely coming back. Um, wow. I will go ahead and do a separate outro, but thank you so much for coming. This was so good and just blessed me so much. So Aww. thank you. I love you. Love we you. love you all and Jesus loves you. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can always let me know by reposting and tagging at already loved podcast on Instagram. As always, follow me on Instagram at already loved podcast or at KG night, but that's KG K-N-I-P-E in case you want to follow with my daily life or um, podcast updates, etc. Also, I don't know if you know, but if you were looking to possibly support this podcast, there's actually a link in the description for you to do that. You can give as much or as little as you need or as you want. It really helps me keep it going because this is a huge time commitment for me and I don't have a real job. So hopefully one day this can be my real job. And yeah, so if, it, if the Lord lays on your heart to give and help support um, and make this podcast happen, I would love, love, love for you to do that. But like I said, literally no pressure at all. It is just a suggestion. Just wanted to let you know and make you aware that that is a possibility. I'm so, so grateful for you guys, and I'm so grateful for this community. I will see you guys next Tuesday. I'm so grateful for you. I love you all. Have an amazing week. Peace out. Bye.